What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It gives me great pleasure to welcome you back once again to Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Road Show. At time of recording, it is 8.03 p.m. on Wednesday, September 25th, 2019, and this is the Weekly Scorch, which means I'm joined once again by my partner in grime, Sam Hannon. Sam, say hi to the people from Somerville over the phone. What is up? It is good to be back. It is really good to be back. (laughs) We wanted to drive... One of us to drive to the other person's house, but extenuating circumstances, including you being in the doghouse today and then putting J-Bones in the doghouse, you know, things happen. Here's here's the thing where we need to grow up a little bit. Uh, you were going to borrow your dad's car, and then that wasn't available, so I was going to borrow my girlfriend's car, but that wasn't av- available, and then <laughs> we both just don't have cars. <laughs> we're just like, we're, we're so far, it's an hour drive now. It's, Isn't that crazy? So I looked it up on Google Maps, and it's a 47-minute drive. Now, I, if I was taking the Orange Line to Assembly Square and walking, that's, you know, only slightly longer than that. Yeah, it's absurd. We live worlds away, and we have no mode of transportation. <laughs> we're suffering. We're, we're, we're really, really farther than we've ever been. We're, we're the, the sacrifices we make for our art and for our uh, podcast listeners. Shout out to fellow Viking sports coach Tyler Wicks, who listened to episode 117 and said that our podcast is officially in his rotation. Golf oh, claps, great. golf claps was for that, Tyler was Wicks. Was that the last one we did? Yes, episode 117, okay. that was the last one we did. Golf claps to Tyler because I personally, this might be a hot take, I did not. I did not enjoy that podcast. What? It wasn't very good. It wasn't. It wasn't nearly even our best work. Not at all. That's because we were shaking. It took. It took a whole episode, and uh, we still didn't shake all the rust off. But we're back we now. Choose, why did we choose the fall things episode to shake the rust off? I don't. I, don't. I feel we need a buffer episode after a <laughs> summer break into our greatness that is us being back because it's the fall, and this is just the calendar that we've subscribed to. Absolutely. So. In that it, in that spirit, Sam, we are talking about three things today. We are going to talk about cake because you have a cake story. We are going to talk about not necessarily a sport ball thing, but sort of the Antonio Brown saga and what it means in the larger scope of things and the larger scope of how we view athletes and what their their arcs are and their mental yeah. health and physical health and et cetera. But first and foremost, we have to talk about this it, just in yesterday. yesterday. It's a new. It's our new bed. This just in yesterday. It's kind of like it's kind of like um, when you're at Stop and Shop or wherever you choose to shop. I actually I'm not a big fan of Stop and Shop, but they have the. I'm a Whole Foods guy. Oh, Whole Foods is great. Bezos, Bezos, Pesos, man. Bezos, Pesos. We're only about we're only about seven years away from having that be an actual currency. No question. But no question about that. But um, I'm a market basket guy through and through. I, nice. I, I have to say that because Janelle's family's market basket family, not the actual family, but it runs in their family. <laughs> and so I have to say that, but I also do love market basket. They aren't, so, it, it's not like her dad is Mark basket, you know, it's no, not, that's no, not, no, exactly. He's not Mark basket. No, he's uh, still very, uh, either way. So our new bit, um, this just in yesterday, yesterday, it's like, it's like the bread at the store from yesterday that you can buy a discount. This is a discount news segment, and what happened yesterday, AJ? What Probably happened yesterday? The news, it's only happened what, three other times in history. I don't know. Well, uh, there has been Four a form a formal impeachment investigation has been launched into the president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Woo! Oh, our national nightmare is just beginning to end. I hope. It, I I sincerely doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I sincerely you know, doubt it. 
give me give me your initial take on the impeachment inquiry. How are you feeling about it? First and what do you think is going to happen? What is your first take? Okay, first and foremost, I just think that Nancy Pelosi and a lot of uh, uh, Democrats have overthought themselves and thought about the politics of how launching an impeachment investigation or holding impeachment hearings would have ripple effects they're trying to be as pragmatic as possible about how it's going to affect elections and whatnot and i think that that is i i guess in some in some viewpoints that's a way to go about it but if a person and by a person i mean the president has committed dozens of impeachable offenses and on a moral level you should have held launched an investigation a year or two ago then you should just do it if if someone's unfit for office you should not worry about the ripple effects you should just say they're unfit for office and we should launch this investigation right in retrospect it it almost would have been a stronger move to impeach earlier because they they there was a long period of time probably over the course of a year where they weren't going to impeach but they probably could have um but but they weren't doing it for those political reason, uh, reasons. They didn't want the repercussions of an impeachment inquiry and right. how that would how how that would make their party look. Um, but it got to the point where it was no longer it was more it looked more weak than strategic, and they were in a position where either either way they chose to go was was not a good look. You know, like they either launched the impeachment inquiry, the right calls the you know. They tell them that they're overreacting, and it's and it looks bad politically. Or they don't impeach, and they look weak. And that's the point we got to, where it's like now we have to impeach because we cannot look weak any any longer. It's it's a, a damned if you do, damned if you don't scenario. However, exactly. I think to be on the right side of history, you should launch a formal investigation into the certainly the most inadequate president ever, if not the most corrupt. I think I think what they were doing is they were looking for a smoking gun. They thought the uh, Mueller report was going to be their smoking gun, and and it, it really, sh- it really should be the smoking gun. Although politically, like the narrative of the Mueller report has been just demolished. I, I don't know. Right. It, it just seems like it doesn't even matter. Like right. he tried to obstruct justice on ten separate occasions, but that's now, not enough. And now, now, yeah, this this phone call with Zelensky. That's his name. Yeah. Yep. Who's the remind me? Can you inform the people just who Zelensky is? He is the president of the Ukraine. Is it the uh, is it the Ukraine or is it Ukraine? Is this is is Ukraine like Ohio State University? <laughs> like what? I just, I just threw that trademark the in front. The Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. Like like what do do the, like, do the do the do the Ukraine Olympians introduce <laughs> themselves like that during like the Olympic broadcast? Okay. Um, I, from the Ukraine, I I don't know. That just <laughs> really know. it really I, I I don't know which is correct. Okay. From from no, I think it's I I think it's the Ukraine. Okay. Well, we'll I, I, we'll say they're both right. It's like the GIF GIF thing. I don't. It, yeah. Zelensky is is he's the president of Ukraine. Correct. He's uh, newly elected. Um, ran on anti-corruption. Uh, well, well, which is which is. I mean, in in fairness, I don't think he's done anything wrong. And in this phone call between him and Donald J. Trump, which the White House or uh, who released the transcript of this phone call. So I think the White I think the White House released a transcript. They they knew that they had backed themselves into a corner. They knew that they had to release something, and the transcript was better than the whistleblower. Um, 
what's it? Uh, I don't even know what it's called. Testimony. I, right. I don't know. The whistleblower, the complaint. Yeah. Um, so they released a transcript, and basically, it, it just outlines like a kind of a uh, like a mafioso way of saying like we've really helped you out, the Ukraine. Uh, we're get, we're going to give you hundreds of millions of dollars in defense money. Um, can you do us a favor? So now, can you do something for us? And look into Hunter Biden and, and launch a political that, investigation um, into a Democratic presidential candidate's son. Exactly. So trying to make trying to make Joe Biden look bad, but it's not. So so the president of the Ukraine ran on anti-corruption, and I believe that. Um, I, I don't think what he did, he's basically in a position where he's like, he has to play ball because they've been withholding hundreds of millions of dollars worth of aid. They've just been withholding it. Um, so he has to, he has to play ball. It's not, I don't think it's corrupt what he did personal opinion, but, um, but it's pretty damning in what Trump has done. Uh, yeah, it is. So, so I think, so I think at this point, Nancy Pelosi was like, "Okay, we don't have a smoking gun, but we have a lot of pieces of a smoking gun that we can put together." And now we're here, and it's time to impeach. Uh, so, okay, first cake though. What do you think is going to happen? What's the outcome? My guess would be that this there's not going to be a vote a pre- impeachment hearings and a vote on impeachment in the house and then the senate uh by the time the 2020 election happens that I is my think, take yeah i think that um i think this guy's untouchable <laughs> i i really do uh watching watching the uh press conference that he had with zelensky today um they're they're just able he's just able to uh, like continue saying the same same talking points and speak those into truth saying like how ridiculous this is he didn't you know his, his pundits will say like we didn't uh he didn't mean to say that or he didn't mean it that way and they'll be able to twist this into some sort of a pretzel where it's like now we have to determine like what he meant because he hasn't outright said anything um he just seems to be able to do this with a lot of things no collusion no obstruction there's a, a, a large chunk of the population in this country who's tuned into this, who believes that there is no obstruction and no collusion, right? He's mm-hmm. just able to say these things over and over again. And there's, and there's not been a consequence for any of his actions yet. It feels to me as though this is twofold Trump being, you know, a, a vaudevillian archetype all over again. Right. And two, and perhaps most importantly, the majority of the Republican Party deciding to throw their weight behind this guy. Yeah. And oh, I just, yeah, ugly. B- between Mitch McConnell or Lindsey Graham or wh- whomever, Paul Ryan, uh, 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 before, you know, before he got, um, before Lindsey he retired. Graham. Lindsey Graham is a cuck now, <laughs> officially. I, I mean, it, officially, like, he, just the timeline of his, like, not backing Trump in in the primaries, and then backing him in the general, and then and then basically just appeasing him and and being his best friend for a couple, you know for the first couple of years of his presidency, to Trump tweeting at him that like I can't remember the tweet, but it was like you're living in La La Land, Lindsay, you know, like one of those things, and then Lindsey Graham just being like, well, it's just you know, it's just not like you're a cuck now. 
you can't stand up for yourself and you can't stand up for what's right. He's probably se- he's probably second behind Mitch McConnell rankings in the fuck this person. <laughs> Lindsey Graham is so punchable. If you look at his <laughs> if you look at his face for a for a little for a little while, you're just like that guy is a punchable guy. No. He's just an absolute cuck. And that's the way, and in that category, nobody will ever top Mc, top McConnell to me. No, McCon- no McConnell's, <laughs> McConnell's garbage. McConnell's, McConnell's number garbage. one. But but um, we and we've stood by that on this podcast for years. But so regardless, think, yeah, the, the 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 impeachment is is this is not holding impeachment hearings. This is an investigation, yeah. and to me, that's not going the full nine yards. Right. Well, I think they'll try to. I mean, they're going to try to hold him accountable. It it's just it just shines a light on like the type of corruption that we have at the highest level of government right now. This guy um, is uh, the fact that we can trust him to make decisions for the country in private conversations with other world leaders is alarming. I mean, if you anyone that, it is. that listens to him talk in even in public, it's just gibberish and nonsense. It's actually worse, and this is the way because because like a lot of people, it's nauseating to hear extended audio or see extended video of Trump talking, but just reading the transcripts, it really crystallizes just how unintelligible it all is. Nothing, no sentence is ever complete. Um, Bounces around gibberish nonsense. My favorite, my favorite like Trump speech moments are when he reads the teleprompter wrong, but then just passes it off as if that's what was on the teleprompter. Yeah. You know, he said, um, he was talking about religious freedoms and he said, we will never fire or tire in the fight for religious freedom. And it was like, so uh, he just says fire instead of tire and he just keeps it going. So he just says fire, which doesn't make any sense. And then he says, or tire because he realizes it says tire, but he's like, I'm not going to say, excuse me, tire. You know, like it's just, and it happens all the time. He misreads the teleprompter and then just passes it off, and people are like, "What the fuck did you just say?" Thinking about thinking about the actual ramifications of it on the election, I, I, the idea is the, is it a possibility, Sam, that whomever, if 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 it all, I now I don't think Trump could actually get impeached because of the current state of the Senate, right? Yeah. Well, true, but here's the thing, though. Like, I I don't really, I actually don't a hundred percent know what this process looks like. I know that it has, there, there has to be a vote in uh, the house of representatives and then it, it gets punted to the Senate, but, and then you need two so, thirds, right? Then you need so, 66. And then you need, you need, I think you need, um, yeah, you're, you're going to need a, a chunk of re- Republican support there, but put it, you know, the investigation is going to bring a lot to light, I think. And if it's damning enough, it's gonna. We're gonna be putting the ball in the Republicans' court and saying everything's out in the open now. Here, here here's where here's there where you, you don't here's where you don't want the ball in the in the court of this group of Republican yeah, politicians. Yeah, but that's fine. But that's fine. Then have them go on the record with all with everything that has come to light and everything that will come to light in this investigation, which I think will be pretty alarming. And I and some Republicans have actually said that said as much, um, but. Put it in their court and say, "Fine. Now that everything's out in the open, now, now support him, and see what happens." Because at the 
this is all about really what um, how how can we sway the American public? You know, is is the truth of what is going on once it comes out? Is it going to sway the American public? And and that's what matters because if they're willing to go on record and say we still support the guy, and the American uh, public does not support him, then they're all in the hot seat. And I think that that that's going to be critical. But but I don't think I don't think he's going to get impeached, and I think. I think someone's going to have to go up against him in the general election. And that is also very scary because we need to pick a candidate. And I, I won't even, I won't even back a candidate right now on this podcast. Mm. We need to pick a candidate that is going to, uh, to have the energy necessary to rally the American people behind them. Mm-hmm. And I'll say one thing. It's not Joe Biden. No. What a tr- what a train wreck. I'll take almost anyone but Joe Biden seriously. Yeah. Uh, uh, that uh, guy that guy's looking at 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 I I heard an interview yesterday. Um, I don't know what day it was. It was very recently, but I, I watched it yesterday. And um, he's in Iowa, and the reporter, this woman, is 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 interviewing him, and she says. Donald Trump won Iowa with a 10-point margin in the general election in 2016. Um, unemployment has gone down since he's since he was elected in Iowa. Can you tell me what differentiates you? Why Iowans should vote for you and vote for vote for someone else when they've been experiencing um, such positives? And he said, "Well, that's up for them to decide." And she goes, "Well, pitch me." And he goes that's up for them to decide she's like give me your argument and he said i'm not going to he it's like he didn't have a pitch you know he didn't have a pitch for that and that's and and again i i i I don't i would not choose joe biden first or second or third in any of the amongst these democratic candidates but if he were to win the nomination, I would, through gritted teeth, get in line and vote for the guy because you have to. Well, of course I would, but of course I would, but I'm just hoping that we don't have to be put in that position. I we will, because we will lose. I am. I am if put in that position. I am optimistic that he is not going to get the nomination, and whoever does is going to be president. But then again, and, this is I've always been a glass half full guy, Sam. You know that. You know what? I'll, you know what? I'll also say, which I think is really weird. I've seen a lot of. I okay, fine. I will. I will say that I am a Bernie guy first, but I also really love Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. Those are my two candidates. Mm-hmm. But um, I've seen a lot of very serious Bernie supporters attacking Elizabeth Warren on on, on Facebook, on uh, Twitter, mm. and and I'm like, that is not our enemy. No, you know, if um, that's not our enemy, she might be getting more coverage in the media. She might be cozying up to some people. She still has our backs, by and large. That's not our enemy. Right now, we want Joe Biden out of the race. I think Joe Biden's campaign has been garbage. Mm-hmm. We need him out of the race. And then fine. And then fine. But we should not be attacking. Bernie Sanders will not attack Elizabeth Warren because it's it's not smart politically. And also, he just doesn't want to. So why are, why are his supporters attacking Elizabeth Warren? I don't, I don't understand that. I would be happy to have Elizabeth Warren. Uh, I'll campaign for Bernie Sanders in the primaries. I will vote for Bernie Sanders in the primaries. If Elizabeth Warren happens to be our candidate, I am 100% behind her. 
a million percent behind did, her. Sam, did you not just say that you weren't going to endorse a candidate on this podcast five minutes ago? Right, right, I, I did, but... <laughs> What I, but what I'm, what I'm saying now, but what I'm saying, but what I'm saying now is that I, you know, to have this conversation because I, because I do want, I do support Bernie Sanders, but to have this conversation, I didn't want to, as a Bernie Sanders supporter, I didn't want to cast all of that into this whole camp that's attacking Elizabeth Warren. Right. I just, I've always loved Elizabeth Warren, and I've donated money to Elizabeth Warren in this election. I've donated uh-huh. money to both. Um, because I because I want to see both of their campaigns move forward. Um, I that's another thing that I think people should do is I think you should if you're going to donate money, even if it's like ten dollars, pick two candidates that you think have have a shot that you agree with, and back them. I I agree with that. Donate money to campaigns that you think are worthwhile and you think have a chance to win. Like are- even Andrew Yang. Like I want to see Yang. I want to see Yang's campaign uh, move forward and be on the debate stage because I think he has some good ideas. I don't think he's a, I don't think he's a great candidate. I don't. I don't. A lot of shout out to Tian. Shout out! Shout out to Tian. Um, <laughs> Who left his uh, math hat? It is currently downstairs in the TV room, just chilling. What happened to loyalty? <laughs> Seriously. So. So He's th- so gung ho Yang, and then he just like leaves his math hat. I mean, Tian, you know, he leaves uh, some people leave stuff lying around. I don't know what to say. I know, I'm, I'm safe hey, keeping also it for him. Shout out to Tian. Tian texted me, asked me to play basketball. I really appreciated that. I couldn't go, but I really appreciated. Yeah, that. you missed it. I balled out yesterday. There you was nobody. Out there was nobody to stop me. I was Chuck. I was just just swishing uh, I, shots. Even if I was there, there's no one to stop you. I don't think. Can't teach height. Okay, Sam. No. The next thing we are going to talk about, out of our three topics, I think we, we thoroughly covered the impeachment and then into the Democratic debates a little bit, which I'm sure we're you, going to cover going forward. You should definitely put the time down for our different topics for this one. So in case people don't want to listen to 20 minutes of uh, Right. If, if, they, if they don't want to listen to all that, yeah, I agree. So the next thing we are going to talk about is dearly departed (laughs) (laughs) i am so upset dearly dearly departed new england patriots former oakland raiders and pittsburgh steelers wide receiver antonio brown who after 13 days with the patriots was released and uh uh, voided lots more guaranteed money in addition to the 30 million dollars of guaranteed money that he gave up with the raiders he voided the nine million dollars in guaranteed money that he got when he signed with the patriots by t- it was it was he talked he he couldn't he couldn't lay low he couldn't he couldn't he couldn't lay low it's not really in his dna at this point and he's had at least two people come and accuse him of sexual assault yes obviously there's yeah. a civil lawsuit uh by Brittany taylor his former so, trainer so i remember when we had a conversation about this yes uh, on sun- the Sunday that he was signed, I, I said, you know what, we don't have a lot to lose. And ultimately, we didn't. Right. So, that's fine. I thought, though, that he was going to be able to lay low. I was so, so wrong about that. Mm-hmm. I was so, so wrong about that. I said to you, and I said <laughs> to everybody who would listen, he was going to be gone within a month, and he was gone in 13 days. <laughs> Not even two weeks. He, he was... I thought he was a uh, trash can fire, you know, like one that you could at least like cook a can of beans on <laughs> <laughs> or maybe like some, some, uh, 
Not a dumpster some, fire. You thought he was a trash can coffee. fire. Maybe even some like cook a can coffee. of beans. Okay. No, absolute five alarm dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> caught you know caught the stadium on fire on the way out. It's it's worth noting, and I said it before. I've said it again that Antonio Brown's taken lots of hits over the years, particularly in that AFC Wild Card playoff game in 2015 when Vontez Burfict went helmet to helmet with him at the end of the game. That was fucked up. And it seems as though Brown is has a different personality than he did several years ago before that hit. Oh, my God. And I think so. I think so. I, I, I never remember young Antonio Brown as this brash, big diva, sort of prototypical, I, prototypical wide receiver personality, but turned up to 13. I also don't trust that the Steelers organization was just keeping this under wraps for all of these years. That they were keeping his personality under wraps? You know, that like they were handling him appropriately, like they're uh don't believe it. It seems to me as though Antonio Brown needs help and he said he does isn't gonna play in the NFL again and that he And then he's like, I'm gonna play. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know I don't know what I don't know what his plan is. I'm sure he doesn't quite know what his plan is, but I want him to get the help that he clearly needs. Okay, at this point, are you buying the sexual assault allegations? I hate to sort of do this, but we we I, we might have talked about it in the last pod, Sam, yeah. that when it comes to these accusations that are levied against celebrities and athletes, there's obviously you have to be a little bit cautious because the 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 line is they're innocent until proven guilty and right. It has borne itself out that ninety, a large majority. I'm not going to throw out a percentage without yeah. knowing the facts, but a large majority of these cases, it turns out that the person, the man, d- is guilty. Yeah. And it strikes me from the pattern of behavior that Antonio Brown has displayed publicly over the last right. several months that, that would lead any logical person to think he probably did commit these crimes. I. I agree too, and I, and I'll be honest. I in the last couple. Of I years, hope he didn't. You know, obviously, I, obviously, too. we hope he didn't. In the in the last like three or four years, um, just reading a lot and listening to a lot, and through the Kavanaugh um, allegations and just the Me Too movement, um, you, I, I try to approach these things with a. If some, you know, if someone um, like Brittany Taylor comes forward and says she was raped by Antonio Brown, I am not going to deny that allegation and and just assume that it's not true. You know, like there that that is a lot to come public with. There's a lot of baggage with that. It doesn't make sense um, to come out and launch a false allegation like that for yourself, personally, for just the wave of attention that comes with that. Um, so things did seem a little fishy and there's the criminal compl- or the civil complaint and all this and the timing and the fact that she flew to meet him and train with him and she was assaulted on a, sep- on a few different occasions. And But now I do believe it because he is so erratic and so clearly threatening to these people. I, you know what I'm saying? Yes, and the emails or was it text messages that he sent, which were 
uh, honestly a tiny bit Trumpish in their unintelligible level and Truly. and a little unhinged. Uh it, 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 what can you what can you say other than we if if Antonio Brown did do these things, he should be punished for them. He also should get the the mental help that he needs right. and, and then, Brittany Taylor yeah. should sort of be paid damages if, if she was assaulted. Yeah. And then the story about his uh, condo in, in Miami. Yeah. Where I, he caused $80,000 in damages and was throwing furniture 15 stories down into the pool and, where other people are relaxing and hanging out. And that is just, that's just like reckless, dangerous and just, erratic behavior just weird weird behavior not paying employees chefs everything etc so weird when he didn't pay that chef when he said oh you know i'll just post about you on social media and we'll we'll call it even uh it's it's it doesn't seem completely attached to reality and so so weird why doesn't he have someone managing his money i don't i don't i don't know Sam, I don't know. Why doesn't he have someone managing his money? And the idea that last year he led the NFL in receiving yards <laughs> and was one of the best wide receivers, if not the best wide receiver in football, last year is, in retrospect, totally mind-boggling. Okay, so what what NFL team that's just void of, of any sort of uh, moral compass, who's picking him up? I, I don't think he's ever going to play football again. Yeah, but Rosenhaus says he wants to and that some teams are interested. Uh, if I were an NFL team and I were an NFL owner, I wouldn't sign the guy. Right, but who will sign him? Who will? Yeah. The New York Jets. You think so? Oh, or, wow. Or the Washington Redskins. Oh, probably the probably the Redskins. Daniel Snyder. Easy, oh, Dan easily Snyder. one of the two or three worst owners in sports. Dan Snyder's garbage. Of course, he'll sign the him. worst. Yeah, uh, that's that's the that's the short answer. I think we can we can close the loop on Antonio Brown now. And so and you were right; he didn't last very long. No, I gave him way too much credit, and he definitely needs some help. And the Patriots, I didn't. I I, I still am unhappy that they signed him, even though it was a low risk, high reward thing. I was you not. It was, it, I do not think that was a good organizational decision. You know what really weirds me out? Tom Brady's social media engagement with with AB seems it see he seems sympathetic towards AB. He he does, but it's a little weird. Like you should be distancing yourself from this person. Yeah. Uh, it just like just like it felt weird to sign him in the first place. You know, uh, not 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 even that that day, but come the next day when these when these um, allegations were launched at him like then it felt weird it was like uh, now you're fucking with my fandom you know I don't I don't want to root for you but I'll root for the Patriots and now you're putting me in a weird position but now that they've part now that they've decided that it's it's too much and that they're they're parting ways with him Tom Brady is still commenting like three hearts on his posts and stuff I know that he doesn't manage his social media 100% of the time he's got people that do that but I don't know what the angle is there. Um, it's a little weird for some for a player that is just Brady. doesn't seem like a very good person. And 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 Brady's a very weird dude himself. Obviously, he is a weird dude. He's a very I weird love, person. Okay, how could you not love Tom Brady though? Uh, 
like you mean if you're if you're not from New England? I have plied exactly. there. I, I have I have I have plenty of reasons why someone would not like Tom Brady. If you're well, okay, but but if you're from New England, how do you not like Tom Brady? Because he had a MAGA hat in his fucking locker. That but that was that was before it. That was a long long time ago. What the fuck? Okay, we're, we're, I'm not opening I, I, up this. I'm not opening up this can of, all, of worms. Well, first of all, I don't I don't know. We don't know if he voted for Donald Trump. I I I, I either way. I don't want to I don't want to do this right now. But what I'm uh, saying is he's very he is very weird. Like you don't. I don't. No one really knows him. Him, Belichick, and Kraft are all kind of shitty people. You think so? I I think they're the best owner, coach, quarterback combo ever. Belichick's the best coach ever. Brady's why the greatest they, quarterback well, ever. Okay. But why? Why is we're not? Brady I I, I we I want oh, I right, want okay. I want this to be its own sports ball podcast for people who want right. to talk about sports ball things. We're oh, gonna yeah, move yeah, on. But th- yeah, but this is about culture though. Uh, they, 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 uh... So, but why Tom Brady, though? I get, I get Kraft. I get Kraft now. And, and Belichick, kind of. But Brady, why Brady? Because, because Brady, because Brady, uh, uh, trying to be apolitical in 2019 isn't really a thing. Right, but... He was just like, oh, I don't, I can support this guy because he's my friend. It's independent of these politics things. And I'll have a Make America Great Again hat in my locker room. He's either an idiot. Right, right. But that doesn't make him a shitty person. That just means he's misguided. I, I, I just don't fucking buy well, that, Sam. Well, no, no. But how can you be a shitty person just based on that? I mean, he had it in his locker in, in like 2015. I, 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 it's not still in his locker. Being... Him, him, basically saying in so many words on the radio uh, call earlier this week that he he it's in so he supported Antonio Brown without explicitly saying it. You know, right, right, right. Well, that that's weird, but I I don't think he's a, I I don't know enough to think that he's a shitty person though. I don't know. I we, we can talk about this another time. I am super oh. amped that the Patriots are three and zero and are Super Bowl favorites. I will root for them hard. I am ready. For the whole th- regime change to flip over, I have to tell you something. We were talking at work the other day about who's canceled, and everyone thinks Michael Jackson's canceled. Michael Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking dead. Right. How can he even be? Can- How can we even? So we're not allowed to listen to his music anymore. I don't play him at any of my DJ sets. But why not? Help me, help me understand this. What? Because I because I feel like people would react poorly to it. I don't think so. I mean this, and this is this is the, now now we're just getting into stuff, Sam, and we're already over the thirty four minute mark of this pod, hold so on, we're gonna on, move on. on. But hold on, hold on, oh, hold on. <laughs> the guy is dead. I mean, there's James. He doesn't even he doesn't even own his music anymore. I'm not saying that qualitatively these so- Thriller and Billie Jean and any of these songs are bad because they're not. They're great pop songs. They're a, they're some of the best pop songs ever. Ever, and that that hasn't changed with the documentary or the idea that that he touched those kids, which is not I a new idea, which we R grew Kelly. up hearing jokes about. You know, I get R. Kelly, I get Chris Brown, but I don't get Michael Jackson. I mean, MJ being the guy canceled. Is dead. In I just think in public. Been dead for like twelve years. So what? So we so so 
I should, I don't know. I don't know. He's not, he's not benefiting from his, from his, his music. He's dead. So as soon as, so as soon as someone who's done, committed crimes dies and they have art, it's okay for us to like, so as soon as, so as no. soon as, so as soon as, so as soon as Woody Allen dies, we can go back to loving all his movies. Like what? What? Uh, what, what I'm what I'm saying is, did we know what Michael Jackson did while he was alive, while we were still enjoying his music? We, I why, think. Why ten years? Why ten years after he died? Are we like, oh my god, Michael Jackson did these things? He, Michael Jackson is canceled. So the number one fan of this podcast, Eric Leroy Simpson. Yeah. I distinctly remember June two thousand nine. In the days and weeks after he died, uh, I just finished my sophomore year of high school. He had finished his yep. junior year, and we talked about it. And he said, "I don't really feel bad. Fuck that guy. Fuck Michael Jackson." Right? He said it at the time. He's like, "He touched those kids in 2009." Eric was like, "No, no, no yeah, no. I, I don't think, I don't think that. I mean, I'm sure some bad. I'm sure that that bad shit happened. I'm sure, and that's really fucking bad. But wow, but it's a little weird." That we listened to him and enjoyed him until his death, and then years later, people are like, "We can't enjoy his music anymore because this is what he did." I think that when you cancel someone, it should impact them. Like we, like Louis C.K. jerked off in front of people. If you're not okay with that, which I'm not okay with that, um, I haven't watched Louis C.K. in a long time. But if you want to cancel him and he doesn't do comedy anymore and he can't benefit from that comedy or you don't want to watch Woody Allen movies. Woody Allen comes out with a new movie. No one goes to the box office because he um, eloped with his stepdaughter. So creepy. Um, and it impacts his livelihood. That's fine. I just think it's weird that Michael Jackson, we're now like, it's 2019. It's, the guy's been dead for like. It's not about years. that, Sam. It's about the fact that you can, hearing Michael Jackson's voice and how it actually is childlike because of how he got abused and hearing him yep. say I want to love you pretty young thing is fucking hard it's a it's a tough hang now <laughs> yeah well maybe don't play that song you know but who is it but who is it triggering uh, it's it's does it, it matter what do you mean if it, it it personally as a DJ it matters if three or four people in the audience would stop dancing because they heard a Michael song because they don't want to get reminded that dude is a pedophile. I'm kind of seeing where you're coming if from. You're, if you're someone, especially if you're someone who's been abused like that or was abused as a kid and you hear a Michael Jackson song and that triggers you, then there you go. I it, mean, okay, I can't argue with that because I don't understand. <laughs> I can't argue with it because I don't understand that feeling. So I won't even go there. All right. Great. But this is, this is, this is, this is with Michael, with Michael, it's a particularly weird case because he is, was more famous and was a bigger and more important musical artist than R. Kelly or Chris Brown, you know, ever dreamed of. Right. Well, fuck R. Kelly and fuck Chris Brown. They're absolutely canceled. Totally, totally canceled. No, no, no run it. No, I'm a flirt. No, and the, a couple couple of songs that I really really like. Can't play them in my DJ sets. Can't How do about it. The songs where they're featured. It's actually kind of something I've thought about. I've played <laughs> so the, 
So there's a song by T Pain called Freeze, which features Chris Brown, but not until the wanna, third, but not until wanna, the third verse. I want to put you on blast so bad right now, but I'm not going to. Why do you want to put me on blast? I want to put you on blast so bad, but I am not going to trigger you. I'm not going to trigger you. Okay, I appreciate it. So <laughs> the fi- the third and final thing that we have to talk about today, uh, we talked about impeachment. We talked about Antonio Brown and segued what, into I'll Michael Jackson somehow. Canceled. I'll tell you what isn't canceled. Cake. Cake. It's not canceled. We're the talking th- cake. Third thing is cake, and not cake the band, not short okay. skirt, long jacket. No, We're no talking one about even fucking knows cake. I don't know cake the band, so I assume that no one fucking knows cake. So don't worry about it. We're talking about pastel and pastel. We're talking cake. about the food, cake. Sam, you have a cake, cake story. So anyway, I am. I'm watching what I eat because it's healthy. Uh, not because I think I'm fat, but because I just don't want to eat <laughs> shitty food and feel bloated and. and upset myself um Janelle's baking cakes she comes into the room she's cut the tops off of all of these cakes because she's making a layer so this is the snap you sent me give me all your cake tops so she literally brings me a bowl full of cake (laughs) I'm like I'm like that's a fuck ton of cake that's a lot of cake like, I just ate like I probably ate like a whole cake last night. But anyway, cake cake is funny because a lot of people think cake's really bad for you. But I have read articles that say oh my you God. can't you can eat chocolate cake in the morning and it actually stimulates you. Uh huh. And it's actually healthy for you if you eat a slice of chocolate cake in the morning. I've read articles about this. You've read articles. Actually, <laughs> I've read articles. I read articles. On sources, one multiple sources. <laughs> yeah, Chris Bouchard over here. Multiple, <laughs> multiple sources. sources. Cake. Anyway, so that's how I've tricked myself into eating cake this morning before I went to work. Welcome back to First Cake with First AJ cake. and Sam. <laughs> Amazing. But you know what I'll say? Cake is so fucking crazy as a food. It's fucking crazy. Why it's is it like, fucking crazy? It's just, it's just so much decadence. <laughs> It's just like a mush full of just things that you shouldn't eat, really. It's like, here's a bunch of flour and butter and sugar and cocoa and sprinkles. And then we put frosting on it. And they're like, here, have some cake. And it's fucking delicious. (laughs) Have some cake. It's so good. But you know what I think is crossing the line? KSC is doing this promotion right now. Uh, where you buy like a family meal, which is already so fucking unhealthy for you, it's disgusting. Right? Because they're like, yeah. And then we're gonna give you a free chocolate cake. Oh man, <laughs> sounds pretty. Sounds appealing. Kind of want to go to KFC. I always wonder what families just do that. You know, they're just like fuck, fuck yeah. They're like, hey kids, it's Wednesday. You know what that means? <laughs> we're going to KFC. But they're guess like, what? <laughs> They're doing a promotion, so this week you get something extra special. What do we get, Robbie? You get a chocolate cake. I Yay! Cake, and you better eat it all too. Like Bruce, no, Bo- I- like like Bruce Bogtrotter and Matilda who has to eat that huge fucking oh cake. Oh my god, I felt bad for that kid. You know what? They're like, oh, what? Are- oh, it's Wednesday. Guess guess what that means? They're like, what? They're like, oh, it means the same as Tuesday. We're getting KFC. And cake and it's the same as tomorrow too. <laughs> if I really, if I was really, if you like, kids are good, we'll go to Taco Bell on Friday. Yeah, if I was just an absolute like uh, nutrient terrorist, I would just like feed my kids fast food every day. A nutrient terrorist? 
You know, just yeah. like, uh, just like I could, you know, it's fucked up. You know, it's really fucked up. Um, Go parenting. on, Sam. Parenting's really fucked up. Yes. You just, you just have to, you have this living thing that's a human like you. And you have to, like, take care of it every day. And you have to feed it things so that it does not get fat. Yeah. <laughs> like, you you have to just be, you have to, like, monitor what's going, like, with my plants. <laughs> with, my pla- with my plants in this house. I go around every morning <laughs> with a pitcher of water. And I'm like, have some water. And I just, <laughs> they're probably like, that's too much water. Like, have some water. You have to be like, oh, you have to have the right amount of proteins and have the right amount of vegetables and like not too much sugar cereal. And you, it's like, I can barely take care of myself. Well, Sam, you know how you can take care of yourself is by treating yourself every once in a while to some good old fashioned cake or cake oh. tops or a bowl oh. of cake tops. Okay, it's cake tops. And you know what rhymes with cake tops, which I'm going to make tomorrow. What? Guess what? Guess what rhymes with cake tops? Uh, tater tots. Cake pops. Oh, cake pops! Right. Yeah. Yeah, they're like mini little cakes. They're so good. They're so. Good. They're so ridiculously good. <laughs> if you have a bowl, it, it feels better to have a bowl of cake pops than just a bowl of cake. All right, you you whatever whatever makes you sleep at night or gives you energy actually, in the morning, Sam. Actually, you eat a slice of cake because you saw some articles online or some shit, man. Actually, I I got a pretty hot tip for gotta, those who are, who are trying to lose weight it's a pretty hot tip what's the hot tip go on you just eat half of everything that you really love so portion control is what you're pushing so what i'm saying is you want say you're at work you work in 95 there's a bowl it's hot it's november 1st yep post halloween there's, there's a bowl of snickers bars and you're like, I really want a Snickers, but I don't want a whole Snickers. Take a big bite of Snickers and throw the rest away. <laughs> no, you can't do that. No, you can. <laughs> find I'm a coworker. You. Find a coworker to eat the other half that you're no, really you, intimately I'm, good friends with. Oh, I, I guess yeah. Well, you know, I'm telling you, it works because like I won't really want that cookie. I'm gonna eat half of it and I'm gonna throw it away. Seriously, it works. It's a hot tip. Trust me. Who needs to? Uh, I'm not going to ask you who needs to lose weight on the podcast. Yeah, please don't. Anybody? You know, I don't want. I don't want to call out anyone's names. But if you think you want to lose a little weight, just eat half. It uh, really, really works. You know, diet and exercise, drinking a lot of water, et cetera, et cetera. Oh yeah, all the other things you got to do those too. Right, uh, Sam. We got. We got. We said we we're going to do a half hour pod. We're at 47 minutes. This is how it oh, goes. Shit. I have no idea if we shook the rust off or not, especially because we're doing long distance. But I think we did. You know what I really liked? I liked three topics. That's it. I I think the three topics thing might might be a thing. Might be a yeah. thing. All right. And, and and we gotta we gotta do the segment. Um, this just in yesterday. All right, for Sam Hannon, I'm AJ Rose. You've been listening to Fighting Fire with Fire, the AJ Rose Show. As always, you can listen to all episodes of Fighting Fire with Fire at soundcloud.com slash fighting fire with fire. We are on iTunes, a.k.a. Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. We are on Google Play. And you can also listen to Sam and I. You can follow us on Instagram at the AJ Rose Show, on Twitter at the AJ Rose Show. Email us, Show at gmail.com. Sam, we're going to try and do this again next week. Hopefully, we'll be able to do it in person. 
Uh, fuck Mitch McConnell, and we will see you guys. Fuck Mitch McConnell. All right. Next time. Bye Cheers. Guys. Right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.